Hello and welcome to the Classified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Josiah, from Caterpillar Mom Plays. And I'm your other host, Hillhouse, from Big Love Club. And we are here to bring you the weekly roundup in news, and not <laughs> not just news, but gaming news <laughs> in particular. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, longtime listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, new listeners, thank you for joining us. And um, you're in for a treat today because we are here to give our candid, unmatched opinions of the week in gaming. <laughs> and in advance, I, you are welcome. You are welcome for the time that you will never get back. Right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. <laughs> and, you know, that is a really funny thing to think about with... Um, commentators on news um as a profession um yeah. you basically listen to people's uh takes on news stories and if you like the broadcasters it's because of probably how adamant they are on certain topics or their opinions on things like, do you get what I'm saying? So there's some people that probably really like certain broadcasters slash podcasters that um, have a really strong opinion on things that are like very yeah. um, either yes or no. But there's probably someone out there that really <laughs> prefers um, the type of people who have no real like passion about <laughs> it <laughs> and don't have any direction. You know, you know like so because. Yeah, you're probably absolutely right. Yeah. So, I mean. As much as we have, I, I want to advertise that we have very strong opinions. At the end of the day, there's probably most of our subjects will <laughs> have no real actual opinion on. But exactly. <laughs> but there's this fine line where that you have oh, to, as, as a, a podcaster slash broadcaster, uh, there's this fine line that we have to walk where we have to, it, it's, it's are we actually interested in these stories or are we fabricating interest? <laughs> <laughs> because no one wants to listen to someone who just doesn't care at all about the news. <laughs> and there are many weeks where there's gaming news that is frankly just not even interesting. Now, I think we do have some really good, interesting stories this week. So yeah, most of the time, I think we pick stories <laughs> that we, that we uh, were interested in and that we, we want to talk about and, you know, but there are, you're right. There are some weeks where we end up with stories that <laughs> y you could probably tell it in our tone that we're just we give two we're, shits about we're it we're begging to get off topic <laughs> exactly i mean it's like we're talking super fast going a little a little and that's what happened so on to my next one <laughs> you're like anyway have you ever had butter on a pop tart <laughs> yeah have you ever had butter on a pop tart i love that song it's a good one anyway um so we always start our shows talking about games that we played in last week uh this last week i played i i just barely had time to play anything this week i felt very overwhelmed with uh, just even getting sleep this week. So yeah, um, <laughs> it was a weird week. So, so that being said, I played a lot of games that I'd already probably played weeks before a lot of battle pass stuff, a lot of call of duty, um, Fortnite, um, overwatch. And I, I'm still, I'm still flirting with that freaking plants versus zombies battle for neighborville. I can't brag on that game enough. It's still, it's still a really well-made game. And the thing is, it's made by Frostbite, who makes the Battlefield yeah. games. And yeah. I think that's why it's so clean. It's a cool game. <laughs> I played a little bit of it, and it's very clean. 
and it's 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 the characters are uh are very you know they're very different enough you know what i mean to to make it to where each one is unique and so yeah i i dig it (laughs) i like the game there's a lot to do in that game a lot it's uh, like i haven't gotten bored of it yet i mean i can't play it hours upon hours but if i play it like an hour to a day it's it's a lot of fun there's a point at which i'm just like i don't feel like playing this anymore but a couple hours a day in the multiplayer is really fun um, I laugh at some of their, yeah, I laugh at some of the character that they put into these characters. Uh, oh, yeah. There's the, uh, I forget what his name is. See, I'm not good with the names, but there's the zombie that looks like um, Bizarro from the Superman comics, basically. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when, <laughs> when you run with him, he just puts his hands out in front of him like he's flying, but he still has his feet on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so he just runs faster with his hands out in front of him like superman i think it's the funniest thing and oh my God. that's just the way he traverses but like all the characters have really um unique ways of running like the engineer yes. uses his uh jackhammer there's the dragon that flies um there's just a lot of you could tell that the people that made this game really put a lot of care into it and uh I think it's a really fun game. I like the leveling up system where you yes. can, it's kind of like it Paladins cool. where you can be like, oh, I'm level, you know, 90 with this character, but you could also be like level two with another one. Yep. It's, it's like that. So it's really cool. And then you can also customize their loadouts. You could have different perks. I think that's really cool. Which um, makes the battles, you know, uh, it, it's not a, it's not a certain win for anybody. It's, it's, yeah, it's all about you know your loadout and your gameplay style. It really is. Yeah, when I first uh, picked up the game, I thought that the multiplayer was broken because um, I was getting killed immediately. Oh yeah, but it's one of those things where I have to kind of like remember. It's like imagine what Overwatch was like when you first picked it up, and how like <laughs> you were just like, "What the fuck is going on?" And you're exactly. immediately just dying. And you don't understand why you're getting one hit by some people, but then it takes you 20 hits to get someone else. And then you realize that it's, oh, because there's like two characters in the game that can one hit you. And also your 20 hits were not at the head, so you're making your life hard on yourself. (laughs) There's things like that where once I've played some of uh, Battle for Neighborville, the multiplayer is a lot more balanced. And I feel I'm usually... I usually well they don't call them cards but i usually at the end of the game have some sort of card or something because i feel like after you played a little bit you kind of get the hang of the characters but the there's oh, yeah. um i don't know like 16 characters or something so like even something i like haven't that. played them all yet um i like the way you earn unlockables in it too there is a way to purchase things in the game so it feels a little bit fortnighty in that sense but it is not as nearly as tempting to pay money in the game. I like no. how you get uh, premium currency by just like, you can get the premium currency by playing against uh, AI in the like story mode type stuff. Um, so it's really cool that it really rewards you for the time you put in the game, not yeah. barely rewards you for a lot of effort and then tempts you with purchasing currency to not put in effort because it's a lot more time-based than it is effort-based. It rewards you for playing three games of multiplayer a day or something. So I I do like that strategy. It's a lot more laid back. 
and doesn't feel stressful like other battle passes in my opinion because there's not a battle pass in it it's no there's seasons no. where there's like new unlockables yes. but you don't have to pay like 10 bucks to use it so nope. i think that's really cool you just gotta um, play a little bit and it and it happens yeah it's not it's not as grindy i mean there is a little bit of a grind to it but it doesn't feel yeah. as grindy yeah, it's it's cool. I really like the variety. I like that every day there's a different featured game mode that yeah. has challenges tied to it, which is their way of increasing player base within those game modes. So that's really cool. Um, so think, it, it, to put it in Overwatch, since we always use that as a, an example, <laughs> to put it in Overwatch perspective, it's like if in the arcade mode there was a bonus loot box for playing um, any of the arcade modes daily just once and then it randomized because just that little bit of push to play it will suddenly make the player base in like 3v3 or deathmatch a lot bigger because you put any type of reward attached to it. So I think that's really cool that daily they change it in, uh, well, not daily, I think they do it weekly maybe in a garden battle for whatever garden whatever i don't know <laughs> but but i'm trying not to confuse it with the other game because i did play garden warfare 2 because there was a microsoft yeah. rewards challenge tied to it this week so i had to boot up garden warfare 2 and do a couple of things and i remember playing garden warfare 2 and really thinking it was a decent game i remember not thinking it was the best thing in the world but i remember thinking it had a lot of character but now playing it after playing the newest title makes me enjoy the newest title even more because garden warfare yeah. 2 is cool and all but like it is not nearly as polished as the new game and i think it's just i think it's a ridiculous shame how little attention this game has gotten because I, I swear really to you i've heard no one talk about it nobody not at <laughs> and all i remember and, when garden and, warfare and came out thing is, everyone was talking it, about it yeah and it needs to be played and it needs to be shown because i think that it it doesn't get the attention that it should be getting yeah, I think that it, yeah. it's one of those games that could blow up if it had the right attention. Yeah, and maybe it's the fact that EA is tied to it. I feel like if it was not an EA game, if it was um, if it was an indie game, for sure it would be like viral. And people would be like, this is the funnest game. It's got so much character. It's got multiplayer. It has cool social features. And... If it was cross-platform, everyone would be talking about it. But because it's EA, it's like, you know, it's you like a big to money. big companies like that yeah. pushing their own their own agenda with the agenda, game. Agenda, yeah. Or, or pushing their own, uh, you know, uh, advertisement of it. Yeah. I mean, they don't, you know, it, we don't expect it. Yeah, indie games, that's going to happen with word of mouth. I mean, everybody knows that. And that's why people talk about them so much is because they know that you're not going to hear about them through the mainstream gaming media more or less but you are going to hear about stuff from you know ea and microsoft and you know bethesda and all that shit so yeah, yeah i mean i don't know maybe that is it maybe that's a big part of it but it is you're absolutely right about the fact that it is a shame that this game has not been talked about more that's the thing is it feels like a indie vision for the game rather than yeah yeah big money and that's what's so cool about it is there's so much detail put in the game so much replayability so much um so much well-designed like forgotten uh, department of ea you know a long forgotten yeah, it's group just of crazy. developers in ea 
just sat and you know nerded out and put this game together and it ended up being just something amazing it, it really it should be a hit i mean it should be so and that's you the thing is it's guys. not go get it and play it <laughs> battle for neighborville garden warfare or plants it's versus in Zombies. game pass battle for neighborville so it's in game pass yeah you can it's, play it on yeah. pc too if you have game pass ultimate for pc uh so is even if you don't have though? an xbox i don't think it's cross play i really don't that think sucks. so i could be wrong but i mean just to try it out i mean in PC, all you have to yeah, do is I'm thinking you about could get it. a free trial of game pass ultimate probably for a couple of weeks with you know yeah any yeah. can of pringles or <laughs> cheese or something plus, they have promotions you know, everywhere so you could try out this game and the fact you know i mean we are microsoft fanboys i am gonna say that because we do talk a lot about their stuff but you know they are making changes with the free-to-play games and whatnot so and being able to talk to people in those games for free. You don't have to have gold. You don't have to have any of that. So, yeah, man, it's time to get it. It's time yeah. to come to the dark side. I think Microsoft is making a lot of good decisions recently. I don't want to get oh, hung yeah. up on this, but I yeah, do think, yeah, yeah. I think PlayStation has made some really unfortunate decisions uh, recently. Fortunate for Microsoft, but unfortunate for themselves. Um, the way they're handling backwards compatibility is embarrassing uh especially with recent uh news of them shutting down support for the playstation vita and that was the main way that people could play ps1 titles legally <laughs> and yeah. um that that's rough because there's a huge market for ps1 ps2 and they, the thing is they are the main point they always bring up is that the ps3 is so different it's really hard to emulate properly and all this, you know, la di di da, whatever. Uh, but people don't give a shit. If you if you told people that you could buy a PS5 and it could play PS4, PS1, and PS2, but PS3 is just a little too much work that they were not going to support it, people would be really happy. If it's only Sony that would be embarrassed by the fact that there's one generation they had to skip, um, people would be overjoyed by the fact that ps1 and ps2 were supported but because they can't support ps3 they're acting like the ps1 and ps2 don't exist when emulation for that is so easy to install some sort of ps1 ps2 emulator on the ps5 would be just nothing um but yeah the way they're handling that's embarrassing the other thing that was embarrassing was what was it recently gosh i just had it in my head there was something that was super embarrassing. Um, I don't know. Oh, they were deciding to basically uh, move away from their Japan studios. They are moving towards a, this is news from like a couple of months ago, but they are moving towards more Western development. And I think that, yes, if Sony is the console that everyone wants to buy, that basing your company in the U.S. and your focus in the U.S. is fine. Yeah. But that's under the confidence that they will always be dominating the field. And the thing is, one of the main reasons that PlayStation has an identity that's different from Xbox is their overseas Japan-based studios. They are a Japanese company and for them to lose that focus, I think, is very, um, what is it? What is it? It's not blind. It's just very unaware of 
the support and the fan base that they have. Like, yes, you're marketing towards the U.S., so it's fine to base in the U.S., but a lot of these U.S. people, one of the things that appeals to them about the PlayStation is Japan exclusives and the yeah. ability to know that these Japanese companies are like right across the street from Sony studios and it just meshes better rather than, you know, thinking, Oh, it's an American company that's outsourcing to Japan to make games. It just feels a lot more authentic. You know, it's like if they announced that Nintendo was no longer going to be making games in Japan, that they were all going to be made in, you know, American, um, <laughs> American-based companies and stuff. You'd be like, "Well, what the hell? It's Nintendo. They are a Japanese company." Like, it would just feel, you know, not authentic. And I think that PlayStation making that decision, I think that was something that they should have kept, even if it wasn't, um, what's the word, monetarily uh, positive. You get what I'm saying? Like. They yeah. like like Microsoft knows that they can like take a bunch of hits financially if it means upholding some sort of image in the public media. You know, um, I think that Sony should have <laughs> kept a focus on Japanese studios just to keep their Japanese, you know, roots like alive. You get what I'm saying? Because nobody wants to buy a PlayStation and just play a bunch of American games on it, you know? Like, if you just want a Call of Duty machine, buy a computer, you know? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But that being said, um, that's all I played this week. I just dabbled in Guardian Warfare 2 and made me realize how much better the new game is. <laughs> Did you play anything this week? Uh, the only thing I played was, um, and I know bunches and bunches of people have played this game already, but um, I finally mm -hmm. dabbled into uh, Elder Scrolls Online. And, Ooh, cool. Uh, I actually, I I didn't just um, uh, uh, cancel my subscription to WoW. <laughs> I uninstalled WoW, and uh, oh my god, this is the first time I've ever done that since two thousand and four. Um, yeah, it's nuts. But uh, I went ahead and uninstalled it, uh, and uh, I got ESO on there, and I started playing it. And I have to say. Uh, there are a lot of things that Elder Scrolls does better than World of Warcraft, in my opinion. Um, I decided to play a wizard and or a sorcerer. I'm sorry. And uh, this is the first time I played a caster. I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, he still has some melee abilities. He's still able to use a sword and, and do all that. Um, but I love the customization that you can make to your characters. I actually made my character look as close to me as possible with some effed up, you know, Conan the Barbarian style, you know, braids and his hair and shit, you know. So it's pretty cool. Uh, but what I like the most about it is uh, even though you're a caster, yes, you can be a melee. You can uh, do melee, I should say, um, to defend yourself. But also the, the armor, you're not limited to uh, leather or cloth you know, as a caster, you also have the ability to use mail and plate. Um, and, you know, you find different pieces of uh, <laughs> armor. It's really easy to put on. Uh, you know, you do have a limited capacity as far as slots to hold things that you find. Um, and I have a horrible habit of picking up everything. Uh, I found out you could steal in the game. And uh, so I stole some stuff and uh, they said, don't get caught with it. So I drank it. 
because you can't get caught with it once you drink it. And uh, so it was mine. And uh, yeah, so anyway, I would have to say, in my humble opinion so far, uh, as far as differences to, because uh, I was a longtime World of Warcraft player, I I like the look and the feel of, of Elder Scrolls. I, I think it looks a um, lot less cartoony than World of Warcraft. Uh, it, it just feels very, you know, all realistically immersive, I should say compared to world of Warcraft. Um, it's just something you can get a little bit more into, especially if you're into that kind of, that kind of game. Um, but yeah, I, I'm liking it so far. I'm definitely going to play it until new world from Amazon comes out, uh, which I'm very excited about. Of course, I can't stop talking to that. That one comes out, uh, August, um, uh, August, uh, 31st, but, uh, I get early access to it on July 20th. So I'm excited about that. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I played, man. A little bit of Elder Scrolls. Yeah, but you did not download and play Roblox, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't download and play Roblox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, 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 you when you do, <laughs> you have to live stream when you download it, if you do, because it's the initial okay. reaction of like experiencing it. I just want to see the cancer that is Roblox. <laughs> I'll do it then. I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it on Sunday night. I'll, I'll make sure it's downloaded. Okay. I'll have to see how big of a download it is. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> It's so it's so bad. <laughs> I'll play it though. I'll check it out. Okay. For you, I'll do it. Yeah, there should be some sort of like um Roblox challenge where you can get um shares in Roblox <laughs> now that they're public. <laughs> you know, since they already have that pyramid scheme of challenges, um achievements, yeah. there should be like a pyramid scheme of uh Roblox uh uh, shares shares basically yeah where it's like no it's not your job to buy 50 shares it's your job to make 50 other people buy one share <laughs> so welcome to the timeshare amway of roblox <laughs> so have you horrible. seen the omelet bar it's amazing um <laughs> I could talk all day about pyramid schemes. I just love it. Um, but I mean, like oh, maybe yeah. do talk a little bit about pyramid schemes. They're just fascinating. Um, there's this whole study about how pyramid schemes mainly target people that like have recently had like some sort of serious loss, either a family member or a job or something. Divorce. Where, yeah. Yeah. It's always those people. And you don't want to call them gullible because that's mean. But um, at the end but of the they're, day, um, you feel they're bad naive for them. and they're yeah. they're vulnerable. Yeah, and you feel bad because they honestly think that they're a part of something good and they honestly yep. think that they're doing something that matters because they're just getting filled with words of affirmation and uh it's just sad because you know that they're trying their best but you just want to be as gentle with them on you saying that never in my life will I support a parent scheme. It's like that. Is, um, it, is it wrong that I want to start one now? 
the thing is it's very easy to um it's totally easy. form one um the the trick is not going is to it easy to be such a <laughs> no, no no that that's actually hard that's actually pretty easy to avoid too the thing is i think the hardest part is living with yourself and actively yeah. being a complete piece of shit and totally trampling over every connection you've ever made in your life for the betterment of yourself. And that's what scumbags do though. (laughs) But it's like, you can't just flip a switch and be like, yo, I'm going to be a complete piece of shit today. I know, but I mean, true scumbags don't even care. True scumbags don't even, they don't even lose sleep over it. They just, (laughs) they just, they don't even give a shit. They just do it. I'm just saying it's like, yeah, hey, I'm breathing (laughs) air. I'm going to fuck somebody over, too. It's the same thing to me. (laughs) I'm just saying that two saints like us can't just flip a switch and like, oh, I'm no saint, baby. Start that today. You get what I'm saying? But I mean, joking aside, like there's no way you could do it because you would have to like, it's so cringe because I have friends that turned into this type of person. And uh, he's just 100% every conversation that you have for the rest of your life is going to be for the betterment of yourself in this quote pyramid scheme business. And suddenly nothing, nothing else matters. And it's just, it's, Oh insane. yeah, I know it's, it's I've like been a there, cult. dude. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it's it. Like a yeah. Cult I was in a religion. It's insane. <laughs> I was with Amway for a long time, dude. And it, it just, <laughs> It totally fucked my life up, man. It was just like, it was just so much pressure and anger and yeah. fighting and angst and uh, it, it just absolutely sucked. I mean, I had a lot of people that worked over me or under me, but, you know, it just, I was like, nah, nah, I'm not the one getting rich. <laughs> this isn't happening. <laughs> Only the person but, at the top benefits. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Only person. And that's why they, yeah. 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 I mean, we could keep talking about the same. It's always the same diamonds (laughs) at the rallies. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, there's even smaller pyramid schemes. Like, there's that one that appears every freaking Christmas, like the secret Sister Santa thing, or something, where (laughs) you get you get it's a Facebook chain letter where it's something like you're supposed to get 20 gifts back if you send it to 20 people. And if they all repost the same thing, they will also get 20 gifts. And the thing just unravels very quickly because you realize that it, I mean, if you do any math, (laughs) it quickly shows itself to be a very exploited pyramid scheme where there's no way that anyone could keep up with it. You get what I'm saying? And uh, it's, it's just so funny. And it appears every year and I have to, Oh yeah. I have to post articles every time I see a friend post it. I'll just be like, you do realize this is a pyramid scheme. And I'll just, I'll post the article from like 2014 from like <laughs> when there was first a study, but it's been going <laughs> constantly every year. And That's I don't know who starts them. As soon as they <laughs> see it again, the next year on Facebook, and I hate to say this in general, but it does, it, it's the truth. Is it, it, you may have forget about it from last year and then you see it again and you're like, oh, son of a bitch, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> and what's like, so funny is whether always, it pisses you off or makes you happy or whatever, you know, <laughs> I always feel bad because uh, people will generally with the best of intention post and be like, this sounds like a really fun idea and we should oh, yeah. like all get together and do this for real. And I'll just yeah. be like, yeah, this, 
pyramid scheme, but okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that being said, uh, welcome back to the Pyramid Scheme podcast. And uh, <laughs> that'd be a very interesting podcast to listen to. I Now I'm going to look that up after the show, see if there's already a show that... The thing is, is it a show about pyramid schemes or is it a show that tells you how to start a pyramid scheme? Yeah, because if you tell 20 of your friends to listen to the podcast and each one of them tells 20 of their friends to listen to the podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then something good happens for us. <laughs> right. We want you to go leave us a Apple review in Apple Podcasts. And if you yes, could get please. 20 of your friends to also leave a review... <laughs> <laughs> we'll put your name in the drawing for a gift card. And that gift card will be multiplied by how many different people, you know, whatever. And who, yeah, who couldn't use a, blo <laughs> a, a blockbuster gift card, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that being said, let's uh, kick it off to the news. If that's all yes. the games that you were to talk about that you played. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, it's time for the news, bitch! No, it's fine. I'm just randomly thinking of, like, everyone has these sweet setups online if you like spend any time on twitter by the way oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not cutting this out i'm already going to put this in because this is a ridiculous thought um people <laughs> people will post these ridiculous setups of their pcs with all these rgbs or with the yeah. soft lights and then the mood lighting on the outside you're just like oh my god it's like cyberpunk was supposed to be in your bedroom but um <laughs> I'm just like picturing there's that guy that, you know, he's trying to keep his cables tied behind his PC. So he's got a bunch of like shoelaces. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Cable <laughs> like ties and everything. <laughs> but no, 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 like there's professional cable ties and there's probably RGB cable ties. But um, there's like probably some guy out there that's like put so much money into his setup that like, you know, he's got to cut some corners. He's got to he's got to put some old shoelaces on those cables. He's got it. Yeah. <laughs> it you the know, moon like lighting looks... and stuff doesn't do any reality. Right. You know, <laughs> our PC setups are like a blind date, bro. As soon as you wash off the makeup and get behind it, you see the truth. Yeah. It's just all there is to it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess everything looks good for a picture, but it's always a moment in time. And I think yes. one of those things is people drilling over your PC setup. Um, the same people that are drooling over the PC setup that have like a minor setup that's like, you know, almost to that crazy, um, you know, ice like, on your wrist yeah, level. I consider mine a minor <laughs> setup. Yeah. There's going to be dust on top of your computer. Those pictures never have dust. But that like, I know like most people oh, yeah. have dust sitting on their PC or on their monitor. There's going to be a little bit of dust. But I always think it's really funny to see pictures that are like pristine. You know, like this yeah, photoshopped exactly. unreality. You know they ain't that clean. They're yeah, not that clean. Yeah, it's like the gamer's version. <laughs> it's like the jealous girlfriend's reaction, <laughs> like saying that oh, th shit. these models don't really exist in real life. Type conversation. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know yeah. PCs like that don't really exist. <laughs> no PC is that clean. <laughs> but yeah, 
Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, that being said, uh, let's talk about some of the newest news in gaming. And, and this, isn't this the beginning of spring? Is it right now? Is it allergy so, season know, this already? Is, this is your spring. <laughs> this is your spring episode of Declassified Cheat Codes. Oh yeah, spring. Hey, you've just ba- you've just bounced on into your spring episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh shit! But it's like spring forward, right? So yeah, is it? Yeah, I've always hated that. I've you know always what? hated that no, because it's they, spring forward and fall back to help you with daylight savings is. time. But I always think of the fall first, and which makes me think of falling yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah, fall exactly. forward. I'm like, it's fall it's spring forward. Back. Spring. I'm like, wait, does it spring back or is it spring forward? If you're a so gymnast, like, it's a spring back. <laughs> it's one of the worst uh, ways to remember something because, like, with righty tighty lefty loosey, you're just like, yes. oh, right and tight rhyme. I will never forget that. But with fall forward and fall back, it's like I equally use both those phrases. Yes, you do. I do too. <laughs> but when I found out it was spring, though, you know, when I found out today that it was spring because I forgot about it and that's why I brought it up. And I was like, yeah, it's spring. And I was so excited that I wet my plants. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Anyway, on to the news. That was good. That was very that was very smooth. Okay. On to the news. Newest news in gaming. Here it is coming up right at you right now. Microsoft is rumored to be offering billions of dollars to purchase Discord. And I don't know if like this this is such a breaking story because there's other companies that are also in the talks to purchase Discord. Oh, yeah. Um yes. this could be changed and decided by the time this post this episode oh, so yeah. uh, this may sound really dumb but just i did want to talk just a little bit about uh what if microsoft did buy discord and i understand why a lot of people don't want this to happen um they bought skype and hardly anyone yeah. uses skype anymore it like totally changed what skype is um being integrated into microsoft's uh 360 office thing probably hurt skype more than anything uh, they oh, probably yeah. would have done better if they just left Skype alone and pretended that they didn't own it. <laughs> um, there's something else they bought recently. and I'm trying to think of it that they also, oh, they bought Mixer. They didn't start Mixer. I didn't even know that, that they bought Mixer. Did you know that? No, I didn't know so that. So Mixer did shut down, but they bought it originally and then shut it down. So um, they, oh, I think- not good. All, I think the whole time I knew of Mixer, they owned it, though. I think they bought it very early on. Um, that being said, uh, that the both of those companies bring up a lot of worry for fans of Discord. Um, also, uh, Discord seems to be completely capable of running its ship by itself. Um, there's talk about them going public, and that's more of a... I feel like the stock market is insane right now. I feel like everyone wants to go public. <laughs> Um, yeah because it's yeah yeah that's a whole nother thing though yeah i don't i don't really like talking about stocks too much on this podcast i think it's a little bit a little bit too serious news (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) but that being said if microsoft did purchase discord i think the reason that they would want that is not just a power move and not just flexing money like it seems like they've been doing but I think it would be a really cool way of integrating better chat within Xbox, within um, 
they could True. combine yeah. it into the Xbox app on PC. A lot of these things would benefit from it. Being able to basically talk in a, a Discord chat on Xbox would be very cool because well, there's already a Discord uh, X. There's a Discord uh, app on Xbox, and I've work? been using it. Yes, I've been using it. You I used it the other chat? night, and it was it was crystal clear, bro. Well, then why do they need to purchase it? Because I was about to say that the more sensible thing is if they just had a really good partnership with Discord. Um, And it seems like they're already moving towards that. So purchasing them seems redundant. Um, Basically purchasing them, the best thing that it would be is to prevent other people from purchasing. (laughs) I think the Discord should just remain where it's at because of the fact that they got all these companies that do want to partner with them. And you're right. going to make more money that way than you are by selling out. I mean, you could recover yeah. from any financial discrepancy that you might have right now by just partnering up with companies like Microsoft and PlayStation or Sony or whatever, right. you know? And I think that's what a lot of the fans of Discord are thinking, people that are really into communities on Discord. Um, I think they're very concerned about anything ruffling the feathers of what Discord is already. Um, yeah. So I can understand them not wanting them to be purchased, but I think the only thing, the only reason Microsoft would want to purchase them is to prevent someone else from purchasing them and not letting them associate with them. Because like if Sony came out and purchased Discord and then didn't allow Discord on Xbox, well, that would suck. If um, any yes. company did that, if Amazon bought Discord and made it exclusive to Amazon consoles type situations whatever the fuck um (laughs) if (laughs) amazon did that that would also suck so like basically nobody wants discord to be purchased because nobody wants it to have some sort of exclusivity to anything because it's currently very uh cross platform and very communication between multiple types of um not just media but um hardware like you can be phone talking to a computer, I guess now talking to Xbox and uh, probably see, I don't, I don't know everything about discord. I probably should have done some research, but I don't know if they have like a VR app or something, but I feel like discord discord is very uh, broad in its platforms, which makes it very appealing. And I think that's why people are comparing it to the possible, um, comparing it to the Skype purchase where it seemed like Skype was like the definition of video calling at the time. And it really was the definition of it. Now there's tons of options, but at the time there's nothing else but Skype. And it was, you know, it defined what all those other people did and they all did it better than Skype, but (laughs) Skype was the first. And in the same sense, discord is kind of turning into a leading, um, force in combining not just message boards but messenger apps and video calls well calls it's yeah but there's a like new one that's collect there's a new one that's out know? there called gilded and a lot of people are already setting up uh like uh communities in gilded <laughs> because they're and, worried that discord's being purchased oh this has been going on for this has been going on for a couple of months now yeah, I remember you talking about Gilded probably over a year ago. I don't think I've heard yeah, of yeah. them since then. But I remember you mentioning them. And uh, well, I know a lot of people that are yeah. still that are using it. I even set up one over there just in case. But the the issue with that is 
you know, if you already have an established community on Discord, getting the, everybody to transfer over to Gilded would be like pulling teeth. Because if you think about it, you know, if you have a thousand people in your community, two thousand people in your community on Discord, not all of those people show up all the time. They join the community because they watched a couple of your streamers or something and they yeah. wanted to be in there and, you know, be a part of it. And so they may, you know, get notifications still. They may not. And, you know, you're going to lose a percentage of your your community when you do switch over to another uh, another chat service. But, you know, but that being said, there's still people that are really looking into it because of the fact that there were some things that came out about Discord being uh, taking a move where they were going to go. I think this was about a year ago where they were going to go over to a. uh uh, where it was also for business meetings and other things like that, which I don't see a problem with, but a lot of people were up in arms about it. So, yeah, it, it could be a big reason why Gilded was founded and why people were going over there. But yeah, it's, yeah. who knows what's going to happen with it. I mean, I, I, in my opinion, I would hope that Microsoft doesn't buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody I hopes think that. that- yeah. I think Discord could do a lot better if they just stayed on their own right now. You know? Yeah, I don't think the fear is that Microsoft buys it. I think the fear is that anyone else buys it, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so I think the choices are either... The best case scenario to me is Discord stays independent. Second best is Microsoft buys them. And then way down is anyone else buys them. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone else would do any better with them than Microsoft, but I still think Microsoft wouldn't do as good with them as them remaining independent. (laughs) So yeah, that's just my opinion on it. But now is Amazon just partnered with discord or what do they guess? I'm guessing just partnered. They don't own them in any sense. That'd be a good idea for Amazon. Yeah, that would be. Uh, but do you remember what happened to Twitch when Amazon bought Twitch? Kind of totally changed. Ah, uh, they were no longer. But I've cool. got some news. Tw- I've got some news about <laughs> Amazon that I'll be talking okay. about later that may change your mind. Okay, <laughs> let's let's wait till then. Let me get through my other quick stories that I knew that one was going to take a little while. I probably should have saved it for the end of mine. Uh, the next one I have is that Stadia Village is up for pre-order. Stadia Village, what the fuck? resident evil village is up for pre-order on stadia and if you pre-order it um you get a free premiere edition of stadia which comes with the controller and the chromecast ultra and i assume probably like a month or three months of the premiere access and i think that's actually a pretty cool uh promotion but it's very late once again stadia is always late But this is something that they probably should have done over a year ago, where every very large release on Stadia should have had a bundle that came with a controller. Anything that would make people want to keep using it. Um, Because if you say, hey, for $100, you can get this $70 controller, this $50 Chromecast, and $10, and the $10 a month, uh, first month or three months of our Premier Access, as much as you're throwing around what things are worth, at the end of the day, none of it is worth anything to the gamer if they don't have a game to play. But if you say, hey, if you pre-order this game that you already want to play, 
you can get these accessories that allow you to play it on our service. And that will allow people to play the game that they wanted to play. And heck, they may actually enjoy the service and make further purchases. That's a way better business angle than trying... Because out of the gate, the only deal that Stadia had offered with uh, getting the controller or the Chromecast was to just buy it straight off and hope that the service like had something for you. You get what I'm saying? The fact that they're yeah. bundling it with the game is so much better. Even if they did a bundle, like this one's really cool because it's free. If you buy a $60 game, you get a $70 controller, a $50 Chromecast. Like you get more value than the game itself. But when you don't have anything to play, none of that has any value to the gamer. Um, yeah. So even if they, so like this is a really good deal that it's free. But even if like back at Christmas, they had a deal that was cyberpunk, that is a $60 game, but for $80, you could get cyberpunk and all the accessories to start up playing it on Stadia. People would pay that extra $20, I think, for the ability to try it on Stadia, knowing that they're getting a pretty baller streamer and a controller and a month of the premium access, you know, which comes with free yeah. games too. Um, I think people would do that. So they are jumping over that level and automatically giving it to you for free. But I think they could have done a middle of the ground, you know, addition where you got a discount on the premiere bundle. If you bought a brand new title or pre-ordered, I think yeah. that that would have worked. And it's just more stadia. I don't know. I feel like Maybe jobs are hard. Maybe life is hard. Maybe jobs aren't as easy as I think. But I feel like I could run Stadia better than whoever is running. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, yeah. I am not nearly a professional. But, like, it does. it is not rocket science to understand, like, basic first year of business school or first year of marketing. It is just horrendous how they're handling Stadia. And it makes no sense. And what it's doing is it's making them waste more money than if they would have gone the middle ground route. You get what I'm saying? Like they're now giving away Stadia controllers for free with the purchase yeah. of a game when they probably <laughs> exactly. could have been giving them for like half off six months ago and they missed that opportunity. You get what I'm saying? Oh, they so, missed the boat big time, dude. On this but they missed thing. the boat every time. <laughs> the whole thing every has step. been a tragedy. I don't it know. It really has. And then, then closing their studios down before they could finish or even start making games. Basically they should have bought studios that were like within one or two years of finishing games. It didn't make any sense to buy studios that like, we're going to start from scratch and then expect yeah. them to like be the flagships of your company that you're not going to see a game for like four years. from. <laughs> it's just so it's just so bad. It's like whoever's running stadia never has touched a video game before is what I feel like. And it's just like, embarrassing. Yeah, it almost feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's so funny. I think the guy that was running Stadia uh, used to run Microsoft Xbox like during the 360 era, which is like saying a lot. <laughs> so um, you think that he would have understood how to run a video game company, but it doesn't seem like they did. But anyway, 
once again, I know you and me can talk forever about Stadia, but people are tired of that. So <laughs> let's keep going. Um, Nintendo is not letting Mario's 35th anniversary items sell through its stores. And now this is, this is pretty big news for people that don't want to have to pay extra money for these items on eBay in a couple of days. <laughs> Uh, if you do not have the physical edition of the Mario 3D All-Stars collection or whatever it's called, uh, get it now because they're not going, it's not that they're just not manufacturing them at the end of the month. They're going to actually remove them from shelves and ship them back. I think this also goes for probably the handheld um, Game & Watch. And this is, also goes for anything that's related, anything that has the Mario 35th um, celebration stuff on it. So that being said, it is a, quite the head scratcher that they're doing this, but, um, because, because at the end of the day, where are they taking the products? They're just going to sit in like a, a warehouse in Japan. <laughs> um, so it's really weird that they're doing this, but I'm, I think that they're trying to encourage the products to sell through, but at the same time, there are honestly going to be places that will not be able to sell through because maybe people don't know that they have stock. Um, so if you need some of those Mario 35th stuff, buy them now. Um, there are rumors that maybe the reason that they're doing this is to quickly shift focus to the Zelda yeah. anniversary stuff. And if Could there be, was yeah. Mario stuff still on the shelf when the Zelda stuff came in, it would feel like oversaturation of celebrations. So I do understand that. That does make sense. But the Mario 3D titles seems like something that you could consistently sell a lot of copies. It could be because when you look at uh, Switch sales of their games, you know, Mario Kart is always up there and Zelda is always up there. I feel like this 3D collection could always be up there, too. And it seems like they're just like not wanting to make money off of it. <laughs> the only thing that makes sense is if they wanted to sell the game separately for more money. So I think it's yeah. $60 for three games, I think. But if they wanted to sell them all for 30, you know, and make 90 off of them if you bought all of them, I don't know, baby. Uh, I don't think it's worth that. But um, yeah, it's really weird, especially for a game that immediately had updates because people thought it was too shallow. But um yeah, it's a head scratcher. Uh, also, the uh, Mario, which is only available online, the Battle Royale Mario thing where there's 35 consecutive players playing at one time and you just play until the last person gets the furthest, you know, um, that's being discontinued. You won't be able to play it after this month. So uh, I don't know what to tell you on that one because if you're enjoying it, that sucks. But if you haven't played it, I guess <laughs> if, I'm telling you to go play it. What if you like it and then you can't play it anymore? So I don't know. To me, when they announced that that Battle Royale mode was limited time, it immediately made me not want to play it because I didn't want to like it. I didn't want to want to like the game and then not be able to play it at one time. So I think what Nintendo sometimes see sees as um, exciting and exclusive, it to me, it feels like a waste of time. So I think that maybe they may have missed the mark with the marketing of this Mario 35th stuff. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's Nintendo and they don't do much wrong. So <laughs> yeah. who am I to question? So as much as I say that I can run Stadia better than Stadia can, 
Um, I, I can't say that with Nintendo because they make a lot of risks. Maybe they're, maybe they're taking all that right. stuff back and they'll destroy it. And, you know, it'll make everything that everybody bought collector's items. You know, I, I think mean, that is what they may be doing. It's just insane. <laughs> but, you know, it is it is what it is. I mean, everything's calculated with that company. So. Right. Um, what's the last thing I have? Oh, have you seen the patent for the Tencent uh, Windows Switch is the best name I have for it. Have you seen this thing? No. Uh -uh. Tencent is making their own handheld console that looks like a ripoff of the Nintendo Switch. But the patent shows the Windows button on it. And it seems like they're trying to make a handheld PC that is uh, a competitor to the Switch. And it's really weird because uh, it's Tencent, which means that if you know anything about Tencent, they don't, they don't give up on stuff. So unlike no, they where we talk about Amazon or other people trying to get into a business and get their foot in the door, and sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out because they bit off too much Stadia, um, Tencent doesn't give up. They will put their foot in the door and they will keep working on it until it works. And that's look what's at making... how many look at how many developers they have their hands in too. Right, that would make for a huge number of exclusives for a an exclusive handheld gaming device. Yeah, and that's one of those things where that's why everyone's turning their heads with Tencent. That's why a lot of people are worried about Tencent being a Chinese-based company and all. Is that I don't think people would be worried if they were bad at what they did, but Tencent works really yeah. hard at a lot of oh, yeah. stuff. And that's what's making them scary is you can no longer laugh at them and be like, oh, it's just this big Chinese company that has way too much money and they keep putting their money into stocks of big companies that do all the work. And that's why Tencent is getting bigger is they're just, you know, playing their cards right with the market, you know? Uh, now it's more of a Tencent is this company that could take over all of gaming within 10 years. Yeah. You feel that you feel that hot breath on the back of your neck. Guess who that is? Right. That's Tencent, Tencent coming for you. <laughs> well, that being said, this is a patent. And of course, it's not being made yet. But um, yeah. knowing Tencent, I don't feel like they would be pat making this patent without actually putting in some effort. So. Exactly. Um, exactly. That's my last story. I'm not going to talk about any more of the Switch Pro rumors because those are always <laughs> yeah, coming I in. But too. I thought that this was an interesting one because it was Tencent. It is, man. But uh, that's something yeah. I would buy too, and they'd probably make it cheaper than the Switch. Yes, you know they probably would because they would cut corners by about a hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's crazy, but yeah, that's wild, man. That's all I have. Well, I got week. a couple of I got I, I got some couple of them. They're they're actually pretty squi uh pretty uh pretty quick, except for maybe the last squishy. one. Yeah, pretty squishy stories. Uh first one is Apex Legends. And um I thought this was kind of cool because uh anybody who plays Apex Legends, you know that this uh the game is set in the Titanfall universe. And a lot of people have had mm -hmm. rumors about okay. Why are there no Titans? And that's because you're actually fighting the legends themselves without the use of Titans. And they've talked about, okay, what would that uh, be like in the game? And, you know, uh, the thing is about Titanfall is that there were all sorts of different forms of Titans. 
and as it got bigger, you know, and, and, you know, they expanded into the, the, the next, what is it? Titanfall two and three that they, they haven't um, made it three you know, yet. It got canceled or Titanfall two. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's right. That did get canceled, but, uh, the Titans, you know, they got bigger and better, you know, and it, it just didn't seem like, you know, from what I understand that it was going to be workable for the game with apex legends. However, that could be changing because of something that I like to talk about. Uh, there's a data miner out there. These people who leak things, and I think they're wonderful individuals, uh, called Biast12, who um, he uh, was able to actually get the correct information on uh, the Season 7 character, Horizon. And um, he tweeted gameplay footage of a new character. And this is a character who... Um, Everybody would that you know played uh, Titanfall is going to recognize because it's Cuban Blisk, and it he is one of the villains in um, Titanfall. He uh, uh, mercenary and um, he was head of the Apex Predators, and I think we even talked about this rumor maybe maybe about a year ago. Uh, we talked about the possibility of this happening. However, now the data miner has actually put out gameplay footage of this character and uh his he's got an ultimate called standby for titanfall now this ultimate uh enables him to call down a an auto titan that wreaks havoc now it's not a full-on titan that you can take control of or anything like that it's just a um uh it's kind of like um uh uh bob in overwatch Basically, he does some shooting for you and then he, you know, goes away. So um, basically, yeah. you know, that's that's what his ultimate is going to be. And it's just interesting that they call it standby for Titanfall. So um, but it states on a screenshot that I'm looking at right now, it shows the name Blisk. Um, Season seven Ascension is what the name of it is. He has a passive called Pilot Kit where he can. um Hack survey beacons using his data knife, but he can also wall run, which is interesting. Um, and he has a tactical called My Ring, My Rules. And he creates a damage zone uh, powered by the arena's ring. And so it's kind of different, man. Uh, you know, this is a new character that looks like he's going to be happening. And it's one of the villains from Titanfall. So, uh, you know, there were, like I said, you know, there were the rumors out there about, you know, will they ever have Titans in Apex Legends and, you know, stuff like that. And one of the things I, you know, so this is as close as you're probably going to get to it. And this is according to <laughs> will my parents uh, this ever is according love to me? the data miner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's actual video of him on there and it's pretty cool. So, um, but what I was thinking is that you shouldn't, uh, if you are a fan of Titanfall, and Apex Legends, you should not dismiss the possibility of having Titans um, in the game eventually. And the reason why I say that is because they do have the pop, the probability and the power to make a mode where it's like a, a, a Titanfall kind of thing, but you're, you, maybe your Titan only lasts so long or can only take so much damage and you, you know are able to uh, play as that main character, but how they're doing it. I see this. It's more realistic as far as apex legends and keeping with the theme of the game uh, where he's able to call down a uh, near Titan, you know, 
let's not call him a, a Titan. Let's say a near Titan because he has none of the alcohol but all the taste. And he <laughs> is able to do his little damage thing and then go back to wherever he came from. So, yeah, if you're an Apex Legends fan, that is what's coming uh, pretty soon. It, uh, you know, I don't have an exact date, but yeah, that's what you're looking at. So the next thing I want to talk about is Hitman, man. There's a <laughs> Hitman TV show. I think we talked about this a long time ago, uh, about this yeah. uh, Hitman TV show that's going to be. Yeah, they they announced it back in 2017, and um, this is uh, what was it? The guy to be who was it supposed to be on? I'm sorry. Yeah, what network is it supposed to be on? Is it? Oh gosh. I don't even I'll, remember. I'll look into it. You can keep talking. Uh, anyway, so the guy behind John Wick is the one who is taking control of this, which I think is really oh. cool. And so it's going to be Hulu. a... Um, oh, Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, gonna be um, yeah. an action drama. It's supposed to be true to the games. However, one of the things that came out that is pissing people off is that Agent 47 is going to have hair. Now, <laughs> this is only for the first episode, <laughs> though. I did some, some reading on this. Okay. And before everybody goes ape shit crazy, okay, uh, he is going to be having a, 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 a head of hair. And the reason why is because the first episode revolves around you're, you're going to know it's the hitman. Um, just by looking at him, listening to him, etc., you're going to know it's hitman. But what happens is... Uh, <laughs> And this is according to the director. Now, he wrote episodes one and two himself. And basically, he kind of used the old uh, uh, mystery and TV shows, Three Days of the Condor and stuff like that, you know, to put this together. And he's an independent contractor is who the hitman is when the story starts out. Um, he's got a handler. Uh, he's got a normal life. Um, he's that, you know, typical... Uh, stereotypical assassin guy that you, you know, James Bond style stuff. Um, but what happens is he gets a job and the job starts uh, revealing things to him, like kind of a, and one of the uh, uh, articles that I read, the interview with the director, uh, Kolstad, uh, he said it's kind of a Jason Bourne kind of way that he finds out that you know, everything I've been believing isn't exactly what I'm supposed to be believing. And all the people in his life have actually been in on it. And he discovers the bar barcode under his hair on the back of his head. So that's going to start this whole Hitman series story. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about the way they're doing it um, because the the movie the hitman when it came out and it showed him as a child and there was the girl that was in the in the school with him or the whatever it was with all the children and all of them were bald and had you know barcodes on the back of their heads and whatnot it was like a factory for spies or a factory for for assassins uh, it, and that I, that was the one with uh, Timothy Timothy Oliphant right i can't remember when they made that i don't know uh, I don't know. That, that was <laughs> no, no, no. That was the one in 2015. Um, that was the one where um, uh, where they talked about they tried to dig a little bit deeper into the uh, the uh, backstory of Agent 47. And to me, it didn't work. It I didn't like it. Um, but with this guy, the guy who did John Wick, I think there's a chance that they could actually make something out of this. 
Now, you if you look up uh, the Hitman with hairs, you're going to find all sorts of different memes uh, that look ridiculous. But um, yeah, I'm excited about the way they're putting this together. So yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, I'm happy with who they're having run the show because obviously all of the John Wick movies have been phenomenal, uh, good movies. If you like that blood and guts action stuff, it's yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be really interesting to see. I might even get a subscription to Hulu to, Hulu to watch this. You know, and uh, see what it's all about. So, wait. Yeah, Hitman is gonna have hair for one episode, so don't get pissed. It's only one episode. Maybe the hair uh, is next gonna be like the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. somebody cuts his hair while he's asleep, and he's like, "It's like I fucking kill him." <laughs> he and he finds out that the show. <laughs> he finds out that everybody's been lying to him, and he goes through a, a Britney Spears kind of moment. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, this barcode. Oh, I, I love your hair. And it turns out he that gets out his, his smartphone, his turns on the app and scans his barcode and realizes he's fucked. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be it'll be neat. Uh, let's go on to the next thing. Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is kind of cool, man. Xbox Party Chat is now free as part of its Xbox Live free to play changes. So um, this obviously uh, came out yesterday or the day before. And uh but it's just a neat thing. So I wanted to talk about it because the cool thing about it is that, you, you know, uh, there's a lot of people who play on PC um, that um, have the Xbox app and don't necessarily want to, you know, pay for Xbox Live Gold, you know, and they have the free to play games that everybody else can link up with them. Well, now you can do that. And it's free to play. You don't have to pay for a live gold subscription and you can chat through the Xbox app and the Xbox app is actually pretty good. They've made some improvements to it over the last year that, um, yeah, it, to me, it, it, it's been a lot clearer. It's been a lot better. You do have the additional, you know, glitches and, you know, or occasional glitches that happen, but yeah, it's not a bad deal. So it's just one of the smart moves that Xbox making, man. Or Microsoft is making with their free to play program, and uh, yeah, can't yeah. say nothing but good I, stuff. I about didn't it. even know you had to pay to have Xbox. Uh, yeah, you have chat. to be. You, ha you used to have to be Live Gold in order to use chat. That's crazy. Yeah, this is like poor yeah. people information. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, we saved you some money. We not only brought you the newest news, but we saved you some money. Uh, yeah. Next thing I want to talk to you guys about, because <laughs> you're going to have fun with this. <laughs> Rocket League is coming to Android, Android, Android <laughs> and iOS um, with a spinoff called Sideswipe. Now, Sideswipe is basically going to be the bare knuckles version of uh, Rocket League. Um, so, you know, you don't have to have a switch mm -hmm. to do it anymore. It's going to be coming to mobile. Um, yeah, so basically, it it's it looks like it's the main version of Rocket League from everything that I've read and everything that I've seen. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it comes from a different perspective, obviously, because you're going to be playing on a mobile device. So you're probably not going to have that whole swinging around with the camera and whatnot. Um, but you'll be able to play in two-minute matches of 1v1 or 2v2. And it's is it's going to be, uh, you know, the biggest change is touch controls. I mean, um, that's one of the uh, 
uh, biggest things with it. So uh, it's going to have a limited alpha test and it's going to be available uh, through Google Play on Android. And that that actually already happened uh, yesterday. I'm sorry. And that was through in Australia and New Zealand. And there's more beta tests that are going to be coming in the next months. That's according to uh, Psionics, and they are the creators of Rocket League. So, yeah, man, it's kind of cool, actually. I think this is a good game for uh, for mobile devices. Um, and I think it could be a, a lot of fun to see what people do with it. I might actually tune into some of the streams and watch this. Um, I, I like playing Rocket League. Um, I'm not any good at it, but I enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. And uh, there's some people that can make these cars do some amazing things <laughs> on this game. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, uh, so what's kind of cool about this is um, we are going to see uh, now different games have been making, uh, you know, huge jumps with this. Yeah. But um, League of Legends is going to be uh, expanding to mobile as well. And they have an open beta uh, with it's a spinoff called Wild Rift from League of Legends. So look out for that coming too. And um, yeah, man, yeah, we'll see what happens. But a lot of games are going to mobile anyway, and there's a there's a big market for it too, especially in the streaming market. Um, you see a lot of people playing Call of Duty Mobile, and some of these people do some badass shit on phones with these games. So we'll see what happens. But the last little tidbit that I have for you is actually a pretty cool piece of news. Um, I've been jumping on the Amazon bandwagon as far as games and whatnot are concerned. I'm waiting for new world to come out. Like I said, uh, it drops on August 31st. Uh, the, the, uh, closed beta is, um, July 20th. And, uh, basically they've taken all the information that we had, uh, that we gave from the open event over a year ago and all the feedback that everybody gave them and they've just ran with it. So, um, you know, everybody's excited about Amazon creating games, but there's still some people that are like, okay, well, how are they going to do that? You know, what kind of stuff do they have behind them with this, etc.? One of the things that they've just done is they just bought a game studio in Montreal and, or they're opening a new game studio in Montreal. And this is led by the Rainbow Six Siege developers. Um, So this is a huge, huge move in what is their commitment to game development by opening this new studio. And uh, yeah, it's a Montreal based team. Uh, they will create original triple a games with an initial focus on new online multiplayer titles on a new online multiplayer title. I need to rephrase that not new ones, but a, so they are focusing on a specific game that they're going to be coming out with uh, in the in the future. I can't say near future because we know how long it takes for these games to come out, sometimes years. Um, but so you've got uh, basically like huge veterans of the industry that worked on the uh, Rainbow Six Siege uh, games that are going to be running this uh, studio. Now, this is the fourth studio uh, Amazon has picked up. Uh, because from what I understand, they've got one in Seattle and they have two in California, one in San Diego and Orange County. And you're, you know, you're talking about a great team that has, you know, over eight years of experience with Siege. So this is going to be cool, man. This is really going to be cool. And the fact that they are focusing on a brand new, uh, 
online multiplayer title, this is a big, big undertaking. And, you know, I mean, we, we know how it is for Amazon. They've been trying really hard to make a name for themselves. They, they canceled crucible, uh, which was going to be a free to play hero shooter. Um, and then they had, uh, they were doing a video game adaptation of the grand tour. And then, um, they pulled it, uh, because of poor reviews and new world. Now they, there's been some stories about new world, but I've watched some of the videos from the head of development Mm -hmm. and this, they're saying it is absolutely dropping on the 31st because what they wanted to do was take the time to polish it up the rest of the way from the information that we all gave them and going from there. And uh, so the, the incoming uh, Amazon CEO, uh, Andy Jassy, um, he's been all about saying that, look, this is going to happen. The game division of Amazon is going to be huge. It's going to thrive. It's going to be big. And all we have to do is just hang in there, keep going in the direction that we're going, and it's going to happen. And I, I believe it is. I mean, they've had a couple of hiccups, but what major game company, Microsoft, Sony, you know, hasn't had some hiccups, you know, Bethesda, EA, you know, what, which one hasn't had some problems when they, when they first came out and started, you know? So yeah, I'm I'm all about it, man. I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, This is, you know, they're gobbling up these things. So that's kind of why I brought up Amazon in your story about discord is, you know, yeah, they could be one of those companies that says, Hey, we're, we're going to buy this and we're going to make this the, the, the place to be for, you know, online uh, communications. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so that's all I got, man. I, I mean, I'm rooting for Amazon. I, I want a company like them, somebody who's, you know, uh, established as far as business savvy because that it takes a lot of that to get into the gaming industry i think and uh the moves that they're making seem to be really good ones so we'll see yeah i i think that they should be a lot more cross-platform with their games starting out because they are basically a single studio that's trying to get a hit to start the entire studio and they keep tripping i feel yes. like because there's not as much humility in it as there should be you know um i think that they should be just focused on making a really good game putting it out for as many people as possible and um, letting the game prove itself yeah. rather than yeah. begging people to try your game and then spend so much on advertising and stuff I think if they will focus on getting it on as many platforms as possible, then they could really establish a company. I think they're a little bit too focused on making a game that's going to sell their game streaming service. And I think that's the wrong focus right now. I think making a game that can define your studio and make people believe in your studio will help, you know, the long run. I think they're just a little bit not focused correctly yeah, yeah but i mean i do believe in it and it does look really cool and i've seen I, we've been hyped about it for years now i feel like we've been talking about uh new world since the show came out um <laughs> it's yeah it's been a while 
but yeah, that being said, I think those are some really good stories. I think we had a really good week in news. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. It was a pretty good week. Uh, and I'm going to leave this podcast with this one food for thought. Um, can can we start a petition where there's light beer, okay? But can all of the non-light beers be called like thick beers? Can we can we just like make them all adopt it and it would be Budweiser thick, you know? <laughs> the Bud thick. <laughs> the Bud thick. I'm just saying, I was seeing, I forget what it was. I think it was Shiner. I think Shiner has a light blonde. Shiner and thick. I was like, I was like, light blondes really aren't my type. But I mean, if there was a Shiner thick blonde. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just wanting it to adopt. Just adopt a new uh, version. The alternative to light beers. <laughs> Michelob ultra thick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ultra thick. Oh, <laughs> Miller <God>. thick life. <laughs> uh, that almost sounds nasty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Past if it blue thick, ribbon. even if it didn't catch on, they should do it for like a limited time, but just to like get the meme status, get the advertisements, get the free publicity, you know, because whoever does it first is going to get everyone on Twitter going like, finally, a beer for me, you know, it is going to be people that never even drink beer. You're going to be talking yeah, about exactly. it. Exactly. So like whoever, whoever jumps the gun and makes the first thick beer is going to like you know, steal everyone's attention. So I've called it when it happens. Let's reference uh, DC pod episode. What is this? 90. Um, I think it is. Yeah. I think it is 90. Uh, congratulations. The classified cheat codes. You made it to episode 90, but anyway, um, <laughs> that being said, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Uh, we will see y'all again next week. And uh, I mean, we won't see you, but we all also won't hear you. But you can hear us without seeing us next week on the DC podcast. And uh, stay fresh. Oh, shit.